Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. On today's episode, we have founder Tammy Fujri, the founder of Malas in Bloom. And I just adore her malas. For me, setting intention um, is the first thing that we do anytime we design. And using her malas is a great way to connect with the intentions that we set forward. It's a way to use crystals in another format. So I welcome all of you to this new practice. If you aren't familiar with working with malas or even know what a mala is, um, Tammy does a beautiful job of sharing all of that with us. And uh, just to give you a little bit of background on Tammy, she founded Malas in Bloom in 2015. It is a manifestation of Tammy Fujri's vision to create a mala jewelry business that nourishes the roots of ancient traditions while inspiring spiritually oriented people who are guided by their intuition, self-healing powers, and awakening of the heart and spirit. All Malas in Bloom pieces are designed by Tammy, drawing on her background in design and merchandising, as well as her love for cultural antiquities, art, yoga, spirituality, and nature. More than just jewelry, each piece is a blend of beauty and integrity created to foster happiness, health, and prosperity while helping you move through the world with intention and personal authenticity. And I just feel like this is just Again, a, a beautiful way of connecting back to our intentions moving forward. I hope you enjoy the episode. Feel free to send me a message. Give me some comments. Let me know what you thought and uh, enjoy. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, a podcast that supports the journey of holistic interior designers. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of sacred space. Here, we will discover new concepts, meet creatives, and learn from active interior designers and conscious businesses that guide us to create enchanted homes. Homes filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for their inhabitants and Mother Earth. Homes connected to the highest vibration that bring balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Hello, hello. We have Tammy of Mullets in Bloom today, and I'm so freaking excited. Um, I can't wait to share all the things that she's doing. And yeah, there's just so much. I can't wait. So <laughs> what we're going to do before we get in, because I'm very airy and all over the place, I'm going to ground. So I'm going to open our space with our bell just to connect us with the moment. Connect us with our breath and our bodies. And of course, I'm going to light our beautiful Mithras beeswax candle. I listened to your podcast with him. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. And so rad. I can't wait to get a candle now. He's so rad. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, candles are, they're magic, like serious magic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's nothing else like it. So, yeah. So I've lit our candle connecting us with that beautiful fire spirit of Mithras. So, all right, let's pull a card. So I, of course, have just been obsessing with the Radiant Crystal Um cards from Bouchette Design and I thought it was obviously very perfect for us <laughs> today to play with crystals. Definitely. Since we've got mm-hmm. some crystal malas happening. And let's just see what what um, crystal wants to be seen today. What do we have? Oh turquoise. Turquoise, Ooh. turquoise, turquoise. Purification, strength, and wisdom. Ooh. Yeah, so she's got throat chakra for sure vibration number one um affirmation i am at ease and nurtured turquoise is a stone of purification and helps dispel negative energy and pollutants when worn it brings inner calm and helps ease panic and anxiety it's a stone of friendship and love and aligns our chakras with the soothing energy absolutely and i also love turquoise for um i always think of it as a protective stone so whenever i'm Mm -hmm. traveling it is very protective yeah, I'll bring turquoise with me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Those Ugh. cards are so beautiful. Right? They're so pretty. I, know, I she's love fantastic. that deck. Oh, good. So what are you <laughs> nourishing yourself over there? I you am got... drinking Tulsi Rose tea. Tulsi oh, Rose. Yeah. Beautiful. I love, chakra. I love it so much. I definitely am a coffee drinker in the morning but it's a little uh-huh. too late i already had my coffee so yeah on onward to tea exactly I, I typically drink tea at night i love the tea ritual at night mm. it's one of my favorite things about the day coffee in the morning the tea at night yeah but i'll take it so all day beautiful. <laughs> yeah absolutely just connecting with those plants and the herbs is really beautiful mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. um fun earth coat with their morning routine. So it's, um, it's three okay. mushrooms. Yeah. And I've just started Ooh. doing that lately and I've got it with a decaf because I've already had my one caffeine <laughs> coffee drink this morning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so which mushroom, which three mushrooms? So she's got, cha- uh, oh, I don't know how to pronounce these. Chaga, lion's mane okay. and cordy, cordy seeps. I know I'm mispronouncing okay. all of that. But we'll yeah, the lion's mane is supposed to be incredible for like cancer fighting agents. Mm. And I've, I've, I, the lion's mane is like huge. We should yeah. be having that every day. I have not um, <laughs> been into the the mushroom game, and I'm just now like getting into it. Mm. And um, Jamie, the one of the mm-hmm. co-founders of this company, came on and was just sharing all of her goodness with us. So. She gifted me with that. So I'm oh, just nice. Like, yeah. I'll just check that out. It. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what's home for you? <laughs> oh, man. Home has been, it's been a long journey home. <laughs> the last <laughs> couple of years, actually. Um, and it's, you know, we finally made it home. My husband and I, we moved at, we were in like a long-term rental situation and moved uh right before the pandemic happened oh my gosh and we rented this home yeah we rented this home that was just like it was so perfect for us and for our family and 
uh, like two months after we moved in, um, every, you know, the lockdowns happened. Yeah. And the economy changed, like everything just went crazy. Right. And so they came to us, we weren't even like a year into our lease and they came to us and said that they were going to sell the property and which rightly so, I mean, if you're, you're in California, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm here in Encinitas. You're in California, San Diego. Yeah. yeah, so like everything just is so like skyrocketed. So yeah. they were like, we're ready to cash out, like, you know. Um, and we, for the first time, thought, you know, it's probably time for us to settle down and make roots and buy, buy a house. And we we looked and just the market was so competitive and yeah. it was crazy. So um, we found... Um, we found an area that were where, where they were like building a new community and it was kind of relocating for us because we've always been coastal. We've always been like Oceanside, Carlsbad area. Yeah. Um, and we went inland in order to buy our dream home. And so we moved out of the rental and in with my parents for six months while our oh home gosh. was being built. Yes. So we have big family, everybody living in one house, which my parents, like, I'm so grateful to them because uh, without them, we wouldn't have been able to, to do it. Uh, yeah. We were able to just, you know, save all the money that we needed. And here I am, I'm in my brand new home. I'm like, how did we manifest this? And it, you know, it was one of those times in life for sure, where when they came to us and said, you know, we want to sell the house, we were like, mortified yeah you know we were so sad we were like this is Ugh. our you know we love it here like there was this beautiful garden and just like birds everywhere and we just mm. you know we spent a lot of time outdoors we love the outdoors so um so it was hard to leave uh yeah but it was like okay there's there is you know a light at the end of this tunnel um and here we are, man. We moved in in December. It was like the week of Christmas and we've been oh here gosh. for a few, you know, what, six months now. Yeah. And it's crazy because home is, has always been like, um, you know, very well. I mean, when you're, when you don't own a home, it, it is kind of like you just can up and go whenever you right. want. And there's no right. freedom in that. Right. So for now sure. it's like, Oh, like this is like, we're going to, you know, settle in some, some roots here mm. uh, and we're on this property that's just dirt like we have just a dirt lot <laughs> it's like <a> <laughs> dirt. so we have to start from yeah the roots and we have to build and we have to grow and nurture oh which is something that I'm used to doing and um I've done that in a lot of areas in my life but never with a new home so it's really like a, a mm. brand new chapter for us it's really oh, exciting yeah. So rad. Yeah. So what part are you still in San Diego yes. or are you? We're in Valley Center. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so pretty out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's gorgeous yeah, out here. It's, it's so really, pretty. really warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love it. It's different. You know, it's, it's really quiet and more rural and, yeah. um, we're, but we're, we're happy about that. Like it's we're amazing. ready to move into that part of yeah. our lives and so be in the, the serene. So yeah, we have a lot of like a vision and a lot of plans for what we want to do here. But right now we're just like trying to get even just 
get pictures on the walls, right? You know? Like <laughs> know. there was so there's so much to do with a new with a new house, and uh, we're just slowly kind of getting there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting! I love it's it. home. Love yes. it. Love it. Fresh start. Yeah. Um. So I know you had mentioned before we got on about like just having this connection in the community here in, in Southern California and, and mm-hmm. um, having different friends that are connected and our names being brought up and little synchronicities and mm-hmm. all of those things. How did you, how did you um, first get in touch with, or, or where does, you know, Mollus and Bloom come from? Like, what's the origin story of that? How did you get connected into the spiritual community and, and how did this all yeah. develop? Well, it, I mean, in kind of a roundabout way, it, and it, you know, I went to, out of, out of high school, I went to a design um, and merchandising college. So oh my gosh. it was like, I've always especially loved jewelry and, and meaningful jewelry, but also um, just the whole industry. Um, but I, I never really used that degree because I was, I got married and had kids and became a mom and you know, pursued just family was, you know, it. So, yeah. um, so I'd love to see that, like, <laughs> you know, I just used that so much, but that's actually not Dude. how I got in, wow. into this at all. Um, it was, uh, it was actually through running. So I used to be, um, a marathon runner. I trained oh for like the Nike w- women's marathon up in San Francisco and, you know, going, uh, we had a family friend who was a chiropractor and I just was going with her injury after injury, you know, because it was so hard on my body. Yeah. The amount, the sheer amount of miles and hours I was running and training. So, you know, she kept telling me like, when are you going to stop doing this? <laughs> you know, cause like, like I just was like oh. batching my body and she's like you know if you're going to do this you need to start going to yoga Mm. and um and so I did I started taking like I started taking yoga classes not at like a nice yoga studio or anything I just went to my local YMCA and there was this kooky old guy who was the teacher (laughs) he was the coolest guy ever Oh and gosh. the yoga just the, from the second that I got on my mat, I was like, I just like plugged in because I've wow. always been spiritually oriented. Like I'm a Pisces, you know, I've uh, got, like, yeah. my, my, my cancer rising, like, you know, I'm flowy, watery, like it's Ugh. kind of always been my, you know, I've been studying astrology since I was like 14 years old. Right. So it was, it was like, boom, like really wow. instantly I connected with the yoga and with the, the mind, body and spirit connection. So I became so passionate about doing yoga that I was like, oh, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the, um, you know, the, uh, get certified to, to teach yoga because yeah. I want to share this with other people. Um, and I did, I started, uh, I I started teaching like right away just because it was, I was so, I felt so called to share the yoga and the philosophies with others. And, and I, I was, um, I was teaching in a studio. It was in Carlsbad. It's not there anymore, but it's called mantra yoga. And, um, the, the founder of the studio, her name is Melissa Smith. She's one of my teachers and 
uh, I just, I love her to death. She gifted me my first mala. Mm. And from the moment that I held that mala, I was like, this is, this is magic. Like this is magic in my hands. Um, and it was black onyx and black onyx just spoke to me so much at the time because, you know, the crystals, they have such a a language of their own and like the, you know, the power really comes, it comes from them. They're their own like beings. So, uh, I just, I felt it and connected with that instantly too. Um, (laughs) I just thought I'm going to make one of these. Mm. And I YouTubed it and I learned how to make it. Um, I loved the practice of making it because it was such a meditation in itself, just making the mala. And I really studied up on like, what is the origin and how is this sacred and how can I honor that? How can I honor the origin of this like sacred practice? Um, and so when I made my mall, and I'm actually wearing the very first mall I ever made, it's oh. called the High Priestess, which is from Euro, which you know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I really did connect so much with the crystals themselves, the intention behind the crystals, and also um, that the the thread of the mala is the breath, and the beads are the prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this this beautiful meditation prayer work that you do when you build it and so malas and bloom was actually um i i didn't start just making and selling malas what i did was i i I wore this mala to my class to my yoga Mm -hmm. classes that Mm -hmm. i would teach and everyone was just like where did you get that and i said oh i made it yeah and i mean the next question is you know will you teach me i want to i want to make one so yeah. I started doing work. I started doing workshops, and luckily, um, the studio owner let me hold a workshop there. I think I held a couple of workshops there where my students would come and learn the the sacred practice Beautiful. of malas and and meditation, and how to use it, how to use mm-hmm. the mala in mm-hmm. meditation. Um, so that is how Malas and Bloom started, and that's why it's called Malas and Bloom. It was like this workshop is where you get to bloom and create mm. through your own heart's intention. This beautiful, it's not only this beautiful, physical, tangible piece, but it's also um, just chock full of like the highest vibrational crystals that I could possibly find. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and it kind of just went from there. That was in 2015. Okay. Um, a lot of people don't want to make a mala because it's not easy to make yeah. a mala. You know, no, it, it takes it a takes hours. A so yeah, people it takes are a long time. <laughs> yeah. So a, a lot of people are just like, I don't want to make a mala. Can you make me a mala? And I was like, Well, I should probably, you know, have a website with some yeah. malas that people want to just go on and purchase. And so um, that was when I started using mm. my, you know, design and. Yeah, merchandising skills to to build to build it as a as an e-commerce um, like a website where people could go and buy yeah. them. Yeah, which was the next year in 2016. So, yeah, oh, that's, that's how so we awesome. got started. That's amazing. And can you share with us a little bit of the history of Amala and, and what it is and yeah. how do you use one? And 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I definitely come at it from a, like a very like non-theocratic place because, um, you know, malas are like ancient, they're tools, right? Used in yeah. prayer meditation. They're like over 3000 years old and they stem from both Hindu and Buddhist practices. I connect more with the Buddhist practices because I don't necessarily, I'm not, I'm not rigid in my practices. Mm -hmm. I'm not like the one that's going to tell you like you, if you're, if you're reciting Japa mantra, it has to be in Sanskrit or, um, you know, you have to hold the mala in your left hand. Like there's very, there can be very rigid practices around it. And that's just not me. That's not how I operate. I feel like the Buddhist practices are very free. They're Mm -hmm. also very inclusive of everybody everywhere. And that is like my mantra, you know, um, may all beings everywhere be happy and free, period. Like that's what I want for people. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I come at it from a very open place of if you want to make a mala, if you want to practice with the mala, like it is open to your interpretation of that. Um, They're, they're, they're typically made with 108 beads, which I do think is important because I do believe in symbolism and the symbolism of the number 108, which is the, the, the Nadi system, which is like how all of our chakras are connected and the not Nadi it's N-A-D-I and everything intersects at the heart chakra. Um, They're said to be like 108 different channels of uh, where the, the life force energy moves through. So Mm -hmm. I do make the mall as 108 beads. It's the one thing that I feel is important. I also, I like when they're knotted and not necessarily um, strung on elastic because they have, they're more fluid. And so, so yeah, there's a couple of things, but uh, they're, they're basically used to help you recite uh, mantra or affirmations and Mm -hmm. to help you keep count uh, during meditation so that you can focus your mind. Um, A lot of meditation isn't just emptying out the mind completely, but just the ability to to focus on something, right? And so if you're able to focus on something for however long, so maybe you, a japa meditation, which is what the, the mala meditation is called, if you go around the mala and touch each bead, which is 108 times, and you recite, uh, an affirmation or a mantra, you're focusing on that. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard to think about anything else, right? And what that does is it quiets the mind for even the shortest amount of time, which in yoga we call it the monkey mind or the chitta, which is always constantly yeah. just flowing with thoughts. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's the history and, and that's how I have always uh, interpreted it for myself mm-hmm. and I of course offer that in I offer that to my my customers and yeah so beautiful. you can also just use a mala for the crystals because they're made with such um high vibrational crystals that even if it's just that you wear it on your wrist as a reminder right that okay this is how this is how light and it's going to help keep me calm today I'm going to use mm-hmm. this because it's going to help keep me calm. Intention is so powerful because everything, yeah. it is what you say it is. 
like you're the one that gives it a meaning, right? Right. So um, I don't know how you feel about that, but I definitely I, I feel it. like it's it's so powerful. Yeah, that that we we get to subscribe the meaning that, and a lot of people like what it's kind of like what you said about turquoise earlier, yeah. like there's so many different meanings in there, right? Absolutely. Like, do I want to use this for strength or wisdom or purification or protection? Like you get to subscribe the meaning and it it is empowering. It Absolutely. is empowering to be able to do that. Yeah, I just, I love that this is just another way that you can connect with the crystals, that you can wear, that you can mm-hmm. be intentional about what goes on your body. Um, and in a way, yeah, exactly. And we all have these connections to all these different stones. And I'm sure if I were to ask anybody, everyone has like a a certain crystal that's always called to them. I remember like the first time I ever bought a crystal was at the, um, Oktoberfest in La Mesa and I was 10 years old and I bought an amethyst for a dollar. (laughs) Yeah, I still have it. (laughs) Oh, I love that. So it's like, we all have like these things or even when we were little, we used to go, you know, to the river or whatever. We'd find, like you'd find quartz crystals and like we're going hikes and you'd be drawn to these things. So I have Um, to tell you a short little story because what you said reminded me at my last house, there was this little boy and he was outside with like one of those foldable like tables, you know, like yeah. those tables that fold out. And he was, you know, most kids are like, oh, I'm having a lemonade stand. Well, this kid had just gotten back from Joshua Tree with his dad and had all of these rocks out on a table. But oh, no, they were not rocks. They were crystals. So he said he I went over there and I was like, yeah. what are you doing? He's like. You know, he was probably like eight years old. He's like, do you want to buy one of my magic crystals? And of course I bought like five of them because I just thought it was the cutest thing. I was like, you know, they, you know how it, when you're in Joshua Tree, there's just, they're, they're, they're really not, they're not like what we would consider crystals because they're not semi-precious. They're, they're rocks on the ground. But this kid was like, these are magic crystals. And I was like, you know what? These are are magic crystals. You are right. Because you, you just like you made them magic yeah. crystals so <laughs> I, uh, i'll take them so it was just super cute how uh, you know he he even got that at such a young age which was like i'm you know i'm gonna conjure this up <laughs> and this yeah. is what it is these are magic here you go i'm selling them <laughs> for five dollars <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just love it. It's just such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and your malas are absolutely stunning. Um, so Thank everyone's got to obviously go on your Instagram and your website and check them out because they're just so beautiful. Um, but yeah, I love Thank that you can you. wear them around your wrist. You can wear them around your neck. You can, mm-hmm. I even will just carry them with me in a beautiful bag, like have it in my handbag or, yes. you know, or have them in exactly. your car. Or, Yes, having one in your car is like so important. I have used my car mala, which is my love warrior mala. Mm. It's made of garnet um, because, you know, things happen. Um, I've used that so many times where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to need to get my mala out. (laughs) So, yeah. What practices are you doing um, or Maybe it, it doesn't even have to be with the mala, but what are are there any practices that you're really enjoying right now that are that are keeping you grounded and keeping you centered and you know keeping you in this mindfulness space? I'd love to know. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think that honestly, my life is 
it is really about that. That's my lifestyle. So everything mm -hmm. I do is always from an intentional place. Um, I mean, obviously I do the regular things like my, my regular rituals, which are, you know, meditation. I love a good salt soak and essential oil bath, mm. my tea at night, my coffee in the morning is a ritual. Um, everything that I do seems to be kind of a, a ritual, to be honest, um, because I, my, my main focus is to live mindfully. Um, and also to, to always live in the moment that I'm in rather than to jump forward or to go live in the past. Um, I am, uh, I, I, I do have PTSD from an event that happened in 2010. Uh, so living, I think that that living with that and mm -hmm. understanding the diagnosis and what that, what that is has, has really, it really did push me to, um, to be present and to be here now because yeah. every part of my, my brain wants to take me elsewhere. Um, yeah. Interesting to connect those two. That was when I started furiously running. Wow. Was right after my PTSD because that was how I was handling it. Mm. Uh, I was handling it through just go, 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 go being really hard on my body yeah. so this practice and where I am now all these years later over a decade later it's like to look back on that and go wow like I I'm I'm here now like I'm really here and I try to do everything as mindfully as I can I really right. do yeah and it seems I like really you slowed do. down I it's mean it's not always it's a practice <laughs> it's yeah. not always you know it's not I'm not always successful but it's something that I practice yeah, I just think it's incredible. I just see you like running so fast, and then all, and then now you're at this space of standstill, and being in that moment, it's mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's it. I still I still run actually. Yeah. Um, I run pretty slow. <laughs> <laughs> I you know <laughs> I I'm not pushing myself to to you know a specific time yeah. or you know anything like that but even even running I I I run mindfully I do mm -hmm. it in a way that honors my body and my health and yeah so cool and so are you are you making all these bolas yourself or do you have a team or how are you creating all these beauties I'm making them all myself yeah oh my gosh I make I touch and create every single Everyone. one uh, it's at one point in my business, and it was actually before a lot of the the Instagram changes happened. Yeah. Um, I my my business was just it was so busy that I I did have someone help help me make them. Mm -hmm. So I'd give her the design, and she would say, yeah. make them. Um, but that that really only lasted for about a year. And then all the the Instagram changes happened, and it, I just I, my business slowed down so much that I really didn't need the help. And it yeah. honestly, like if I'm being totally honest, yeah. like I prefer prefer where I'm at right now because every again everything is it, it's like uh, 
I get to bless it. I mean, I get I get yeah. to actually put my hands on it, bless it, and that is what people feel like Absolutely. the palpable energy of that when they receive it. Like people will open it, uh, their package, and they'll just send me like a message right away and be like, "Oh my god, I can feel the energy!" Like just out of the box you know freaking out oh good it it worked my magic still works you know yes oh my gosh that would feel so good yeah so it it is nice to be able to do it on on my own yeah I do every part of the business on my own even the packaging oh my gosh shipping and taking it to the post office (laughs) that's incredible and so um are there boutiques or places that people can go and pick one up or do we have to uh, purchase it from the website yeah you'll have to purchase it from the website i um i did uh sell a little bit of um like it was a pretty small collection uh to a place last year i'm not sure if they have any left but it was all the way on the east coast and it was like in a boutique there so but i don't i don't do a lot of wholesale i don't i just direct everybody to my website yeah malasandboom.com yeah Yeah. yes and i'm still holding uh i'm still holding the workshops too here and there um, I'm trying to get my, um, cause we have a pretty good size property where I can definitely hold like little day retreats at Beautiful. my home. So we're trying to build up the, the, the backyard with some privacy hedges and things like that yeah. so that I can have day retreats and, um, you know, just offer, teach yoga, do the singing bowls, which I love playing the, the crystal singing mm-hmm. bowls too. I have mm-hmm. a collection of those. Um, and then letting people learn the, the art of mala making too and teaching them that. So hopefully by next year, I'll have that ready. Amazing. And so can people book you for like a mala making party or an event? Yes. Um, so that's that's typically how I do it. I, okay. I have done a couple at my home, but um, people will typically hire me to come to them and I bring it bring it there and they'll they'll gather the group. So if you have yeah. five or more people who want to learn to make a mala and and you know do the, the whole workshop, which is about yeah. it's about four hours. Okay. Um, I'll come and I'll come to you, to you and do it. Yeah. It's amazing. And you bring all the materials. I want to come to one of your spaces. Yeah. You work in these incredible, I'm like, I see pictures. I'm like, <laughs> I want to do a ball workshop there. Yes. So I've got gorgeous. a couple places that we can totally do a mala workshop and that would be mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. And even on my property, like that's one of the things too, that I was just thinking about. It's like, how cool would it be to have the design come in, come over and make malas? Um, Cause I have a, a beautiful space that we can Totally we just... have to do that. We have okay. to offer that. Maybe yeah. this is where we put that out into the universe. Absolutely. Right here and now. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do <laughs> you it. guys come to the model <laughs> workshop. <laughs> it's so, yeah. it's really such a great experience. It's so magical and it's so much fun. And just, you know, connecting with the other people there mm-hmm. and everybody just, it just turns, it just always ends up being this really, truly, um, memorable experience so okay so we're gonna do that we'll totally do that we'll do that here 
Um, but then we'll also yeah. figure out another event too, because you know we've always got singing bowls and new moon stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> yes, I love that too. Yeah, and I bring over. I I, I think I have like over twenty different um, stones. So okay, you have your pick from like all of and all of my stones too are are like there's like the highest grade stone is grade mm. AAA. And I try to just be as ethical as possible um, when purchasing them too. So I think that that's really important. I mean, I have bought beads before where I can definitely feel the difference between like, where are these coming from type of situation? If you're an energy worker and you can feel energy, you can definitely be, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, So I, 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 I put a lot of value in, in, in that. So everything that I bring and, and offer is like the highest, yeah. highest quality and vibration that I can find. And yeah, so people, I mean, even just like seeing all the beads are like, whoa, what am I going to do with all, like, yeah. how do I decide? What do I need? But it's based on intention, right? It's, it's not just like, oh, I want this color. I mean, obviously, aesthetically, you want it to be. Yeah beautiful but how can they not how can they not be like i've never seen a combination of beads that is not beautiful together you know (laughs) it always turns out so beautiful so oh i can't wait okay so we're totally gonna book something i think that's gonna be fantastic um and so how yeah so can you share with us i know you just shared the website melissabloom.com and then the instagram is models and bloom okay so simple Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yep. So we will be mm-hmm. sharing all of that. And and what mm. um, is there a certain mala that you think people, or maybe it's just different for everybody. Like, do, but do you have one that you suggest that people start with, or is it kind of just like whatever you're being called to? Yeah, it's definitely whatever you're being called to, and that can change over time. So mm-hmm. I say that mo- most of my business is, is repeat. It's from okay. people who have had a mala and are like, okay, like I'm ready for uh, something new, a new intention. Um, it, it really just depends on, on what, you're, what you need. In, yeah. in your life what you're what you're what you want to call in is is how I would say it what are you calling in mm-hmm. what support mm-hmm. um all all of the the crystals they speak for themselves so I have I, I go really deeply into that on my website just because I do okay. want people to choose from that place of intention um right. So, yeah. And then I name them so that you can get an idea. It's like peace and protection. Yeah. Well, who doesn't need that? Right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> protection from psychic attack and, you know, like just like everybody needs that mala. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs that mala. So, yeah, there's ones like that. But then there's other like really specific, like there's uh, really good crystals for fertility, for example. Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to get pregnant or if you are pregnant like there's certain crystals to help you a childbirth and things like that so yeah. it does definitely get more specific but I would I also wanted to say that um a, a lot of what I do is custom it's like the bespoke okay. because because people have such uh different circumstances and unique circumstances in their lives 
Um, I offer I, I offer custom. So if you go to my website um, and there's a drop down, it just says custom malas. Okay. There's like a whole form that you can fill out that says, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And then there's a little section at the bottom where a lot of people will just tell me straight up, like, this is what's going on in my life. I'm getting out of an abusive relationship or I'm, you know, moving across country and starting a new career or like there's so many things. And wow. so I've. I feel like I am so honored, truly, that people come to me uh, and share what is happening so that I can, you know, just guide them to the right yeah. crystals, essentially. So it's like I'm a crystal whisperer in a way. You are. <laughs> just because, you know, yeah, because I'm like, you know, instantly I'm like, oh, shoot, you need this crystal like right away. Or, um, and I typically work with like, in a custom mala, I'll only right. put like three or four tops, um, like gemstones in there because mm -hmm. I do want it to be specific. I feel like if you yes. just put like eight, it's like, it's too much. Like yeah, let's absolutely. make two malas then because you obviously need a lot, but we need to, you know, we need to focus in on what exactly this piece is going to do for you. So um, so yeah, a lot, I would say so much of the work that I do is custom and people okay. fill out the form and come and just say, look, this is what I'm looking for. This is how I need to be supported. Um, and I just, I make so many friends that way too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I made sure. So many friends because like just being able to enter into that dynamic with someone is really, really special, mm -hmm. really special. That's so beautiful. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And can you tell us um, how, how does one take care of, of their mala? Like, do they need to store it in a certain way? Do, should we keep it somewhere? Like, what do you suggest as far as the care of the mala? Thank you for asking that because, you know, because they are handmade pieces and they're also a very sacred item, um, they need to be handled with like the utmost care. And it's not that they can't be worn but I always tell people like don't wear them when you're working out don't wear them to work don't wear them in the pool or the ocean it'll break down the thread really quickly um so if you want to if you want your mullet to have a longer life Last. um don't use it that way <laughs> like you know just be very careful with it but yeah caring for it in the way of um that the beads are very porous and so You'll want to use um, just like a cloth on them. And actually the bags that I sell them in are like this kind of like okay. felt. Um, they're great for polishing the mala. But yeah, you don't want to pull or stretch it. Uh, okay. you, again, you don't want to get it wet or get it in water. And you also want to want to cleanse it. So do you cleanse your crystals? Yeah, I'll put them out yeah. under the moon. Do you do it on the, uh, the full either moon? Either new moon or full moon or... You know, a lot of times what I'll do is just hold the crystals in my hand and I'll cleanse it that way, just with intention. Um, you know, we don't have to do all, a ton of stuff or sometimes I'll bring yes. rosemary and yes. put it through the rosemary smoke yes. or, um, yeah. Absolutely. Palo, I love Palo Santo too for that. I always um, uh, uh, do that with the molas before I send them out. Um, but yeah, I think that that's really powerful too, just because they yeah. do absorb energies and uh so cleansing them periodically uh is a good way to care for them as well and also i will say that because the beads are, are you know 
the, the beads are made from semi-precious and uh, um, gemstones. So they will last forever. Like, yeah. I mean, the beads themselves don't break typically. Um, softer beads like selenite, howlite, yeah, yeah, sure. you have to be super careful with them because they can break. But most of them don't break. So um, another service that I offer is um, the re-threading because the thread will break, but the beads are perfect, perfectly intact. So I always tell everyone, like, if your mala breaks, there's, yeah. there's companies out there that will, t other mala companies out there that will tell you that you can't re-thread your mala, that once it's break, it, once it breaks, it's life is over. I do not believe mm. that. I believe in repurposing these beautiful gems because Absolutely. repurposing is really important for our planet. Like, I can't stress that enough. Like, if your beads yeah. are still perfectly beautiful, but, you know, maybe the, the metal needs to be switched out or the thread just needs to be rethreaded, please send it to me so that I can repurpose mm. it for you. It feels brand new. You can either, yeah. you can even just add a couple more beads and it'll feel like a totally different mala or even um, just setting a new intention for it. So I love that idea of, for your mala. you know, yeah. having an original intention, working through it and then knowing that it breaks and it's almost like a transformation, right? So then it's like, okay, let's mm -hmm. take these beads and maybe we switch yes. it up and we transform it exactly. into something else and we set a new intention and it's just evolved with you. How rad is that? <laughs> it's it's the best. It's honestly the best. That's why people, they're like, oh, do you do that? Like, are you, can you rethread my mala? I'm like, yes, of course. That's so much fun to do. And of course I charge for it because yeah. it's, you know, I have to cut every single knot and I do, I cleanse the beads. I I, I regret I do this whole ceremony around it. It does. It feels brand new. So um, I think I, what do I charge like 50 or $60 to do it? But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. And I've done that with even with my own malas too, where I, I just am like, you know what? It just, it, it needs a new thread. So sit down and so feels good. feels just brand new afterwards. And and yeah, it, you know, it, again, for the planet, like we only have so many resources, so mm -hmm. let's mm -hmm. reuse Beautiful. when we can. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm just thinking about all obsessing over all of your photos and <laughs> all the mullets that you're making. <laughs> okay, cool. So we, we got you. that down. We're going to do a mala workshop definitely for the design coven. And then yes. we're going to work on some other things and we'll be sharing it with everybody. So don't worry. You guys are all all invited and of course you can check okay. out tammy's work on her website mullasandbloom.com and on instagram and, and you ship all over the states and or worldwide are you i do ship worldwide mm -hmm. amazing i do it's um it's gotten a little bit tougher lately yeah uh with customs being um more difficult so it it does take longer, longer. uh but they always they always arrive <laughs> Yay. the malas arrive i've never had a lost mala ever yes. i'm like these babies have a mind of their own when they travel because they know that they have a place to be if they get exactly. there you know i mean so i i've been very lucky uh to to have to have uh to be able to do that because i know a lot of people are having trouble with packages yeah. and other makers and creators and yeah. stuff so so yeah, but I do ship worldwide. 
Australia, Canada, everywhere. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, thank you to me so much for coming on with me and sharing yeah. your gifts. And yeah, I just can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So fun to talk with you. You have been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E, and find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.